Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review our, us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of our podcasts on Experience Points, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We'd be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Keep up to date with all of our shenanigans, streams, and giveaways by following us on Twitter at EQPoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released on the podcast feed, be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash experience points. Please say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. So we are uh, live, everybody. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, this is Experience Points. Uh, we are uh, playing Starfinder today. And uh, my name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they. And this is the amazing cast that's with us. Hello, Steph. Hi, I'm Steph. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Navu Paleglade, our scholar, Salarian Gorin, whose pronouns are she, they. Wonderful. Hi, Mackenzie. How's it going? Good. I'm glad I was muted because I just had a Dr. Pepper burg. <laughs> and speaking of, uh, speaking of Dr. Pepper, I, uh, my name is Mackenzie, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and I play Dr. Josephine Pepper, or known as Joe, uh, and I am our envoy, human, iconic icon, <laughs> and her pronouns are also she, her. Nice. And with us today is Callie. Hello, Callie. Hi, um, I'm Callie, pronouns she, her, or they, them. Um, I'm playing Isra, the new edition Vanguard uh who's a Cyphozoan, which is a seven-foot-tall, 200-pound sentient jellyfish, um, <laughs> which I'm really excited to do. Nice. And uh, uh, their pronouns? Uh, she, he, they, uh, the jellyfish, or the Cyphozoans are uh, not really concerned with that. Fantastic. Awesome. And Kelrick. Hello. Hello. I'm Kelrick. My pronouns are he, him. And I am playing Thrawny Ecos, a witch warper, ace pilot, Patra, who has a animal companion named Shimsi, and their pronouns are she, her. It is amazing how easy that is when you have your character sheet open in front of you and you can just be like, oh, name, class, level, theme, race, Ugh, species, easy? companion. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, okay. Awesome. Fantastico. Um... How's everyone doing? Good. Excited. Good. I'm so. I cannot so see stoked. that map that you have open. Oh, there's a map open. Oh right, I need to uh, share this with everybody. Yeah, but there's, there's a map on the map. overlay. There is oh. a map on the overlay. <laughs> ah, now there's a map in my in my eyes. The <laughs> overlay is so small. <laughs> That's I my new Doctor Pepper voice. Try. Ah, hello, I see it now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I can't. All right. So uh, to kind of recap what happened in the first AP, um, 
you all were on your GD hoopty, and uh, you were going to Par Portal Station uh, to drop off some equipment? Question mark. And uh, while you were there, um, you all witnessed a giant space whale coming out of the far portal. Ah! And uh, it was chasing a, a another ship that came out of the far portal. Woo! <laughs> uh, and so you were tasked with uh, trying to dispatch the space whale while saving the ship, which y'all did. You got on the ship, realized that it was of Ifridi design, which is weird. No one's ever seen things come out of the far portal. No one knows where it really goes. Lots of conjecture there. And so you got on the ship, you dispatched some aliens and some weird things, and you found some mysterious things, allegiance collars and more Afridi. Lots of mystery, lots and lots of mystery. Got back to the station, hooked up with a scientist named Teres, and Teres wants you to take the information to the burning archipelago specifically asana town to meet up with her ex Ooh, drama <laughs> nib and uh so on your way there when you get to asana town it goes in lockdown what lockdown the soldiers of brass and the sunrise collective have taken over asana town so you and your compatriots go through asana town dispatching all of these mm, fascists let's call them fascists and uh, try to take down the uh, take the city back. You all uh, victoriously do so um, while rescuing Nib Teresa's ex from being captured. And then you figure out who did the taking over, what they were trying to do, and you liberated the city of Asana Town. And um, while doing so. You were recruited by the Deep Cultures Institute to uh, try to uh, come back and uh, figure out what was going with that uh, going on with that far portal. Why are there weird emanations coming from the center of the sun? What's driving all these Lashantan people crazy? We'll find out when we get into Soldiers of Brass. After all of your heroics, you uh, were invited to a party at the Deep Cultures Institute, specifically at the Museum of... Doo -doo -doo. What's its name? There we go. The Museum of Ender Solar Sciences. It was a late evening of partying. Nib was there. Lots of drinks were had. Lots of cheersing and uh, discussions on uh, what led to the, uh, the Brass Dragons were involved with the Sunrise Collective. What sort of political atmosphere led to the Sunrise Collective taking over Asana Town? Could this happen in other solar cities within the uh, Burning Archipelago? Yes. Also, where the fuck is the Far Portal? Oh, yeah. And where did the Far Portal go? It sunk into the sun, mysteriously. That's not covered by this AP. It is not. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Seriously? I, 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 that was a wild guess on my part. Probably. I have no idea. Who knows? We should ask Crystal Frazier who wrote it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me a far portal and have it disappear. Like, what? And I, not explain it. Well, they expected us to... Check off. Yar, whales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the checkoff rules of storytelling. You don't have a gun in Act 1 and not have it go off in Act 3. <laughs> well, we're only in Act 2. So maybe you have to stick around for Act 3. <laughs> 
just saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was some shade right there. Why I don't read Chekhov. <laughs> <laughs> I did one Uncle Vanya monologue and I said, I'm done for the rest of my life. <laughs> Respect. I did the, we must live, Uncle Vanya. <laughs> we must live. Don't die. Theater degree, baby. <laughs> I have to close a lot of different little windows. My apologies. My favorite Greta Gerwig movie. <laughs> the worst joke I've ever made in my life. <laughs> We're just having fun today. Yeah. It's good to get back to the main story after well, a little break. And it's just exciting to have Callie on the, the cast because yeah. Chaos Engine like would not believe I am... We'll find out. Things are going to get interesting. I'm waiting for the cruel and inevitable betrayal. <laughs> I wouldn't betray anybody. It, it I'll is... just betray your expectations. <laughs> then my expectations are betrayal. Getting into where you all are at. Um, so accommodations the DCI has provided due to Nib's gratitude are tidy and serviceable. Nib and her fellow academics brought a small array of fine food and drink from across the pack worlds to supplement the normal fare available in the dorms. The time here has been very comfortable. So it's only been like a couple of days since um, the events over in Asana town. You all have made it to uh, the DCI um, and are staying at their museum in their dormitory areas. It is night and um, you all are asleep. Thrani, you are having some disturbing dreams. You right. toss and turn. You toss and turn, and you try to shake the visions from your from your head, but then you hear a a high, loud pitch in your ear, and you wake up. Okay, as I'm waking up, I'm pushing bodies away from me because may have made some friends overnight and just need some room <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm just looking around the room and there's two other it, it, there are just two other Patra in the room with me so <laughs> it's just a nice little pile of us <laughs> a pile of Patra that is the uh, mm-hmm. official term for a grouping of Patra <laughs> a pile you're looking around the not room not a pride? nope nope not a pride it's a pile a pride is our war band. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as you look around, you notice an amber glow coming from the corner of the dormitory room. All right. Uh, I walk over to what I would know what was in that space before I went to sleep. It was a small sort of a, a meditation nook, if you will. Um, there's a pad on the floor. There is a small shelf for either incense or candles. Um, it's a space that you've used to kind of get your grounding in this area before. Oh, absolutely. I would head right on over there. When you get over there, you see a vision of yourself. And you're sitting there, and you have your hero deck out. And as you're watching this, you're witnessing yourself flip card over after card, and the reality shifts in waves over yourself, and you see images of yourself looking in one direction, looking worried in the other, and looking at card after card. 
you get a flash for a moment and you see what yourself your your other version of self is seeing and you notice every version of yourself after you flip over card after card and reality after reality sees ye laying on the ground dead no no not my not my use hooky but no that's not <laughs> that's not a thing so those cards would keep flipping you do you shuffle rearrange flip shuffle rearrange flip searching for a reality in which to fix what's going on what happened to make sure that ye doesn't end up dead in one way or another as you do this you can pinpoint one turning point in time the point when major tom the other person who has left her crew left your astrozone friend left to help bolster the resistance in asana town if ye left with them then ye would stay alive i would put everything that i can control with my witch warper powers into this and it feels like it's this weird connection between me and a different self doing it because you say him over and there's visions of me doing this already and so it feels like i'm actually in this different reality and connecting to that version of me that's trying to fix things as you're standing there watching yourself flip over these cards it does happen you shift into the body that is on the floor flipping through the cards and as you're standing watching yourself it's as if a camera is turning around and the legs come out from underneath you and you float down into the person that's sitting on the floor looking at the cards and in that perception shift and reality shift you feel the panic and the dread and the sadness of having to lose a teammate a member as you flip over the next card however you recognize that with this reality shift comes a new team member when you rescued nib from the prison someone else was there Callie, do you want to describe your character? Uh, sure. So Yzra is seven feet tall. Uh, six of those feet are just the jellyfish tentacles and about a foot tall uh, bell at the top with uh, kind of like a pink jelly with gold flecks and green streaks that run through it. And it's translucent too. Um, so Yzra takes on a bit of the color of whatever they happened to be standing in front of at the time. Um, so yeah, a very large jellyfish. It just kind of stands on the tentacles too, somehow able to support 200 pounds of jelly. Um, <laughs> and frequently walks around like with some tentacles curled up holding various things um, that they need because they don't have pockets. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah, Yizra was with Nib being held um, at the police station in, um, in Asana town kind of fast forward through time um, Thrawny's done the reality shift and Yzra joined the party and wherever Yi was protecting the party or covering the party Yzra was instead nice Yzra is also attached to the Deep Cultures Institute they were arrested with Nib 
and Nib and they work together. So we are now back in the Deep Cultures Institute. Thrawny is sitting on the floor exhausted. <laughs> Just beat and spent. And at this time, he's still aware that he had to make this choice. I think I feel like I had to make the choice, but the tarot, the Harrow deck was doing a lot of the controlling because the Harrow deck is actually a bit stronger than I'm capable of, of controlling at this time. I'm just doing my best to work with it. I have to I actually have to be a few levels higher to be able to control it more. Yeah, but I think that once you reality shift, like you have a feeling memory yeah. of, of what happened. But as the time passes, that feeling lessens and lessens. I'm sorry, my mouth did something weird there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the memory, um, the actual memory of the actual events that ha- uh, occurred begin to lessen. And it's like it was its own dream that then fades away. And all you're left with is the echo of the feeling that you had. Awesome. In the wee hours, the Institute is usually quiet. However, this morning, a deafening klaxon sounds. Let's get to that klaxon. <laughs> I, that's not the one I wanted. Oh, well, that's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> And it sounds throughout the residential block. An automated voice accompanies the racket, announcing, Security breach in museum complex. As abruptly as it began, the alarm stops. I don't trust that. (laughs) And so I would dig through my pile of belongings and other people's belongings to find my comm unit and just reach out to... The first person I'm reaching out to, I think, is... Honestly, I think it's still gonna be Navu. Navu's my go-to person to know what's going on. Okay. Uh, so what do you say? Oh. Navu. Can you just tell me what's going on? I'm not quite sure myself. Uh, working on it. <laughs> so as you calms Navu um, and after Navu replies. It was just the briefest of moments between the alarm stopping and you commsing. Another voice sounds over the internal comms. It says, This has been an unscheduled test of internal security systems. Had this been an actual emergency, the alert you just heard would have been accompanied by further safety instructions. Please disregard this test. Yeah, no. Navu, no. Uh, Let me wake up everyone else and see what we can do. And then I just open comms to both Dr. Joe and Isra. And I'm like, Dr. Joe, Isra, I don't trust this. So can we all meet up? Oh, they said it's a test. It's okay. This does not align with the normal tests. And Dr. Joe, you have a whole book online. I mean, I do. Yeah, I do. Can you do I, an insight check for us? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm in, I'm in bed. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I like, I don't know what I have, would I be able to be like, I've studied lying. I sense know how motive. to do that. Roll a sense motive check. That's what Jesus you're looking for. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. You're right. He gets. <laughs> uh, I have a whole chapter about this. <laughs> it's called false alarms. How to detect. <laughs> Uh, so as you're thinking about it, you know that the voice is not the same as those of the similar automated announcements that have occurred within the DCI during your recent stay. You've, you've heard alarms go off and you've heard tests. None of the voices align with what you just heard. Yeah, I'll say, oh, you're right. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll get up and like put my robe on and get ready to go meet up with the, with the squad. I love the idea of you having an armored robe now. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is my I'm, casual armor. I'm always ready, <laughs> even in bed. By yourself, though? That's surprising. You never know. <laughs> I'm a highly wanted woman. <laughs> in, many, in many ways, in many places, you quite literally never know. I sleep with a bulletproof vest on. Ezra uh, will, like, lift off, off the ground. I, I feel like they sleep by just, like kind of splooting on the floor wherever they're <laughs> nearest and uh, put on their armor, which is basically just like a really big helmet that goes over their bell. Um, but I think because they don't really have like a face, I think they've had like somebody scratch in like a smiley face on one side of the armor um, so that people can kind of know which way they're facing. Um, so they plunk that on and then uh, get ready to go meet up. So that does bring Beautiful. up an interesting question. How does Isra uh, sense their surroundings? Uh, Isra has blind sense. Blind sense. Okay, perfect. Which it doesn't expressly say that Siphosans don't have, Siphosans don't have like normal eyes, quote unquote. But I'm just kind of self-handicap and just roll with only blind sense because I think that's fun. Well, and is it, doesn't blind sense break down into different like senses? Like mm -hmm. blind sense Vibration hearing, specifically. Vibration. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're um, tough. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> you're tough. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, can can I roll a computer's check? Yeah. Because I assume there's a computer terminal in our rooms. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sweet <laughs> Desna. I don't have a god in this game. Thirteen. So I'm just gonna quote Lunea. Um, you're not really able to get into the, the system. You're kind of in the visitor section of the computer that, you know, points out the fun exhibits and the history of emanations from Deep Sun. Okay. If I open the door, what do I see? Like with the lights off. All right. So in my you are going to be in the residence lounge. Um which is the area of the map that my cursor is currently circling. It has- um, That we cannot see. That you cannot see? Oh, did, no, I shared this with you, hold on. We can see the map, but we can't see your cursor. Oh, weird. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's fair, that's fair. Let me see how I can ping. I'm gonna draw a circle. Nope, that's okay. my circle. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this 10 foot circle? Anyway, um, so the Tempest Circle is kind of outside the room that it needs to be in, but um, 
to <laughs> the uh, the area that has the chair, um, mm-hmm. the little lounge mm-hmm. area with the bar stools, the little kitchenette. That is the residence lounge. The this area has an outdated entertainment center, kitchen, and walk-in refrigerator, as well as a supply closet. A double door labored administration stands uh, across the hall to the west. I'm gonna wake up the two Patra with me and say, "This is. You should try and get to any of your friends. Make sure they're safe." As I'm donning my armor and then head out. As you're putting on your armor, one of them yawns and stretches, and then kind of flops over and starts purring. <laughs> Not the time, buddy. <laughs> And as I put on the legs, I I use it to pretend to accidentally push them. (laughs) Get moving. (laughs) Uh, One of them gets up, puts on their clothes. The other one just kind of stares at you. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So does Navu see anything up and down the hall? Uh, Looking up and down the hall... um, no, you don't see anything specifically um, up and down the hall. Um, you do know uh, that uh, if you take the double door to the west, uh, it leads out of the uh, dormitory area. Okay. I'm going to head out of the dorm into the main area of the museum. I'll report back if I see anything. Do keep us posted. Um, Sorry, Thrawny's voice changes every time you say something. Oh, absolutely. Would you like assistance in scouting ahead? Please. I will be there momentarily. And uh, Ezra will jelly over towards um, <laughs> Nabu. <laughs> I, I'm going to hear... Um, oh, what? who's the doctor in that space cartoon? Rick and Morty? Zoidberg. Like, yeah. Making noises. That's what I'm hearing. Exactly. <laughs> Except like whispered because I gotta be stealthy. Like. <laughs> yeah, what is stealth? I don't have stealth. <laughs> yep. I mean, go ahead and roll it. Oh no. I'm actually kind of stealthy. <laughs> Me too. I'm not. So you kind Especially of Especially like, with a nine. Pink Panther walk. To the museum administrative uh, doors. You know that the guest key cards don't open the doors, but that the offices are normal during the normal operation hours. That was a good stealth rolling <laughs> 22. Wiggly. I'm yeah. wiggly and see true. I'm good at stealth. <laughs> I, I'd like to think um, that. Because Navu is so bad at stealth, <laughs> it helps Yisra be better at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so distractions. Yisra, yeah, exactly. Yisra is able to provide Navu plenty of cover. I feel, um, but the, there's nothing to like have cover about. Um, you are um, definitely uh, making it through the the area. Can you um, update the combat tracker so we can just throw our icons in? Oh, yeah. That'd be a good idea. That's just helpful for me because there are two bedrooms here. Uh, and let's see which ones we're in. Um, why don't y'all roll initiative so we can actually do order on this? Okay. What? 
doesn't mean anything. Find an issue. I don't trust you, Kenny. Okay. So, Dr. Joe, what are you doing? Where, so where, where, where am I? I'm trying to figure out where I'm at right now. I'm over there. Okay. So cool. Yeah, to the west is the administration area, and you know that you need to go through there to get into the museum to search. Um, typically, guests don't have access, but y'all do. You are given special access. Yeah, I don't super see even to the north other ways other than like bathrooms. So I'll probably just follow them as well and just be like, all right, let's go. It's a party. <laughs> oh, we're sneaking. Oh, shit. And I, and I, I'll just. What's going on with this 10 foot circle thing? Don't worry about the 10 foot circle. I can't delete it. Okay. Because I, I like to think that that's the bedroom I'm coming out of. Oh, okay. And so. And no attention to the 10 foot circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hey, yeah, I'm just last word. Holy shit. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, we're sneaking? Okay. <laughs> just disappear out of existence. Used to having to sneak out of people's bedrooms. We get it. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was just going to say. I've never been caught once. <laughs> I leave Mistress a nice, I leave a nice note. I leave a nice note and then I fold. I have like... Yeah, I have stationery that's like JP, and then it's like a yeah, like a like a credit for a free. <laughs> <laughs> and if I like that, I'll be like, give me a call sometime. And if not, I'll just like I'll just roll out. <laughs> free book download. I'm I don't a... know why. I do not know why this character became a Lothario. Like I don't know how that happened. Or I didn't. <laughs> but she just is, I guess. But yeah, no, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the two of them since I'm like, oh, sure, I don't know where else to go. Okay, so I think we've all met up and we're grouped outside that door that leads to the west. Fantastic. Okay. Apologies, y'all. I keep on messing with the map and so it disappeared again, but it's back. We are fine. All right. uh, So you all are out in the corridor outside the museum administration. Where where are y'all going? Through yonder door? Yeah, go ahead. Through the door to the west? Yeah, go through the door to the west then. You scan your key card, the door's open, and you're able to enter the area. A quick scan of the area sees that it's clear. Uh, It's an office-lined passage that houses workspaces of the museum administrators. Do we have Um, any idea where the controls for the alarm we heard would be? Um... Not necessarily. Um, you know, these are offices for administrative administrative purposes. You could probably jump on a computer if you wanted to. Um, I think I would, Throny would definitely do that. Okay. Um, as you all enter the administrative area, you hear a ping on your comms. And Nib's voice uh, comes out on your personal comms. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, ow. Uh, that's this. Is this? Uh, hello? It's on? Hello? Hey, honey. Mm-hmm. Hey, crew. Yeah, hello. You heard that, right? Well, let yes. me tell you. The DCI is supposed to schedule any alarm tests to avoid things like startling staff members falling off stools and risking losing hours of work and the result of delicate experiments. So, um, could you go to the museum and check that out? Uh, I'll be up as soon as I can. We're, we already are. Oh. Read our mind. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Nib cuts out. I would dodge into one of these rooms that has a computer desk and see if I can log in and do anything. I'm assuming I have credentials 
for the DCI now, so. Um, yeah, go ahead and do a, a computer's check. Ooh, uh, 22. Oh, wow, nice. Oh. Um, do, 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 do. You're like, sorry, it was a DC 25. No, 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 <laughs> you're, you're fine, you're fine. With a 22, um, you can you search the DCI guest and employee digital literature on the museum's internal infosphere and learn that such unscheduled test is against institutional protocol, so it checks out with what Nib says. And you um, also notice that guests and staff have access to a security notification system. You call up that system, which is a trivial task, and learn that conditions are green and no security within the DCI, including an uh, observer class security robot, is reacting to them. I'd like to spoogle what... <laughs> how can you hack a security system? Excuse me. <laughs> can, I, can I get step-by-step instructions on how other people have dealt with this <laughs> you start spoogling and uh yeah it, uh, a prompt comes back restricted information <laughs> fair the uh, a small schematic of the museum pops up and uh directs you to the main area of the museum outside of administration okay cool that's what i was looking for so um looks like we should just keep going west all right so, um, let's hear, what do y'all want to do? Um, Nabu's going to different offices as they go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, heading down the corridor, you slide open door after door, and each of the offices is empty. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. <laughs> yes. And he's mm-hmm. just going to, like, somewhat exasperated exasperated exasperatedly exasperatedly oh exasperatedly thank you <laughs> uh follow behind uh Navo and like gently tentacle the doors closed <laughs> after uh <laughs> opens them and i'm going to be right behind Isra or next to them depending on what we wind up doing okay cool yeah. through the doors yep continuing aft <laughs> like we do. We just like to open doors. It's it's our party thing. Is there a <laughs> door? Let's open it. Hey, that was a tactical thing. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's it's very much in line with our party ideals. <laughs> Leave no door unopened. Yeah, fair. Open, no door unopened. Okay. So you open the door. As the door slides open, um, I'll describe the area. A few chairs and low tables fill most of the space here. Double doors to the east and west read DCI staff only. A door marked elevator stands to the northwest, but the panel beside it glows red. To the south are two doors, each leading to a meeting room that can be seen through the transparent wall. A staircase east of the elevator leads up, curving out of sight. Though as the door slides open, you do notice a... Bloodshot and Akeshti, uh, who is this lizard like creature, fumbling with something technological on the floor. Is it a trap? Because <laughs> it says trap. Uh, it, it does say, it <laughs> it does says say glitter trap. bomb. It says trap on the floor, so I mean, they're fumbling with something. <laughs> okay, so we don't know that, and you two are in front. Um, I don't know that Thrawny. Ezra's gonna like swivel its bell to face uh, Nabu and like hold up a tentacle and like wiggle it <laughs> menacingly at the Keshti like with the inquiry of like should I should I slap <laughs> one moment 
Hold that action. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, meta talk. Um, excuse me. You um, you call out to the Akeshi. Uh huh. Oh. Did I stutter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Sorry, okay. that was supposed to be teasing. That no came problem. out much more harsh <laughs> no, no, no. than intended. <laughs> You're fine. You're absolutely fine. <laughs> okay, so you say excuse uh, me to the Akeshti, and it wheels around looking very surprised, and it uh, lowers a pulse caster rifle towards you that was kind of hanging on, uh, on a strap around its uh, midsection. And it kind of growls as it looks like it's going to fire. Now everyone roll new initiatives. Oh. We'll get this going. Oh. But I liked mine. Uh, yeah. Well, I know, I did too. <laughs> oh, I liked mine much better. Oh. <laughs> the, the, oh, goodness. I, I, a nine is not as good as what I had. <laughs> I am ready to slap. Exactly when seven is even I... worse than what I had. So Ouch. what we'll do is we'll give everyone a surprise round. And then um, we will go from there. So let's start with um, Isra. Okay, I'm gonna try. So I have a Tacklash as my weapon, but flavor-wise, just because it's cool, it's definitely just like two of my tentacles are like like squids, like longer than normal, <laughs> and those are the ones that I use to to slap things. Uh, I'm gonna slap them and specifically try and do a combat maneuver to disarm the uh, Keshti. Okay. Um, so I have improved combat maneuvers, so it basically winds up being plus seven versus KAC plus eight, so it's effectively a negative one. But let's okay. see if this will... <laughs> That's feats. I don't need feats. I need actions. Aha! I did it. I didn't do it. Probably not. <laughs> 16? <laughs> 16 uh, did, did not make, so we are 16 is definitely small enough. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, that didn't work, um, so I'm gonna scooch um, just out of the doorway so that other people can do things. Fantastic. Uh, next in the order is Doctor Joe. Well, I see that, and I'm like, well, I guess we're, I guess we're, I guess we're slapping. Um, <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> trying to think of what I have. I, have. I feel like I haven't done a combat in like a thousand years. I just taught myself how to talk my way out of things. I assume I have like my pistol, right? Right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, you have whatever's in your inventory. So you have your pistol, your static arc pistol, you have um, several frag grenades. And I have a sword for some reason. A sword for some <laughs> Never reason. Never used. And, and uh, some fisticuff gauntlet things. Well, if we're, if we're slapping. I feel like I gotta use my gauntlet. I've never used them before. So I'll say, <laughs> oh, I'll slap too. And I'll, I'll squeeze my way forward and I'll try to slap it with try to slap it with my gauntlet I guess so this is a surprise round so we only get to move or hit oh shit oh, well I'm gonna go backwards yeah then I'm gonna not move I'm gonna stay back here and I'm gonna shoot it <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. more of a distance person anyway uh <laughs> you don't need to be in this slap fight <laughs> I do not need to be in the slap in the slap slap range um I have coordinated shot too um and since I have long wiggly arms um i can threaten from further away so it gives okay. a little bonus what wiggly. what's the bonus plus two uh, plus one no, plus one uh so that is a hit definitely hurrah 17. hello let's get crazy Ooh, yes minimum <laughs> damage bring it out let's go two taken pew pew 
Is it dead yet? It, it is not. It is not dead. Um, I forgot you stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> um, snort? That, that, I'm going to be like living the high of giving you a snort all day. <laughs> God. <laughs> Make a button to hide how red I am right now. <laughs> oh. All right. Thrawny Ecos. What is Thrawny going to do with their surprise round? I think I'm going to cast. Oh, no. It's a touch and they're not within range. I won't do that. Fine. Um, can I tell what kind of gun it is? Yes, it's a pulse caster rifle. So that's going to shoot lasers. Lasers. That's not going to help. <laughs> well, I was hoping to do something that is not going to work. So I guess I'm going to... All the spells changed up on me now. I'm like, what do I have anymore? I thought I had something. You're canon now. Yeah, so what happened was um, we were using the um, Witch Warper um, uh, class from the playtest um, because the other book hadn't been published yet and was not available in Fantasy Grounds. And then, lo and behold, it was miraculously released to uh, Fantasy Grounds. And so it had changed between playtest and release. Who knew? Uh, so Kel uh, oh. is uh, uh-huh. trying to adjust to the new character stats and spells of the actual Witch Warper class. I do miss many, many, many things. Uh, okay, so the, I have a cantrip called Hazard, Ooh. which is exactly the same spell I had before with a new name, I guess. I can deal 1d3 acid, cold, electricity, fire, or sonic damage in a five-foot radius burst. What does that mean? Is there a range on it? Range is close. 25 feet plus five feet per two levels. Okay. So I guess I... Oh, I know. I'm going to place it so that it happens between the bloodshot thug who is fighting us and the square behind them Mm -hmm. so that it is bursting right there. And I will choose acid damage. Okay. Uh, And do they get a save or? I am looking up the rules of use. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay. So that's the actual roll. Uh, I rolled a 12. Okay. So is that versus like a KAC EAC thing or is it? So let's do this. Um, Let's do it as a, as a DC uh, reflex save. Okay. So my spell DC is 10 plus three plus your level, which is 16. Let's say that for now and then we'll figure out what the actual ruling is later. Love it. Cool. So um, as a reflex save, they do not make. Ooh, they do not. Hey, max damage, which Fantastic. is one point more than Dr. Joe's minimum. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> All right. And um, I don't know if the acid does anything to the thing that this person was messing with, but it has acid on it now. It does not, but we will discuss that in a minute. Um, okay. Perfect. Okay. It is now Navu's turn. Okay. Since I cannot move um, because surprise round, 
I'm gonna chuck a grenade at him. <laughs> Ooh, I okay. love it. Who are you, me? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Novelty <laughs> shot the rest of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. That used to be the only thing I thought about doing. I was like, I guess I'll just throw a grenade. I don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> that is how you beat me in the in a whole little game. I'm gonna throw a shock grenade. Nineteen, baby. Fantastic. Um, that makes, uh, so let me see if they get their save in. Uh, they do not make their save. So, um, how much damage do they take? 1d8. Perfect. Ooh. Oh! Damn. Sweet, sweet. Like Max damage. This, uh, bloodshot thug gets taken out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Navu, without kind of missing a beat, pulls a grenade from the side of this new utility belt that they have in this reality, <laughs> flicks the pin out, and pegs him in the chest. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of electrocutes all over them. Like they took a stun bolt to She's the chest. Not <laughs> Fantastic. That's exactly what happens. I'm going to roll a percentage for something interesting okay mm-hmm. um interesting is never oh dear i see okay dies. oh so dear the body tumbles backwards on top of oh. the thing it was trickling uh messing with the glitter bomb and everyone <laughs> roll a reflex save for me what about those of us who are behind the doors the doors are open roll a reflex save <laughs> Not very, not very quick. Oh, that was almost a natural one. I'll take a thirteen. Oh, I'll take a twenty-one. Uh, Joe, you do not. And then Ezra died. <laughs> well, uh, it doesn't matter anyway. I just do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four. Shit. Dang. That's Damn. my second natural twenty. Wow, yeah. Wow. 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 Yes. I worry what All that means for you for future roles. I know. Um. Num 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 num. Tasty. So, all right, you all take, Thrani and Navu take half of uh, the damage, so three points of damage, and Isra takes a full five points of damage. The body falls backwards onto this trap, and apparently it was set enough to trigger this huge bright explosion and flash of foil glides through the air, sticking onto every surface that it comes into contact with. And the foil starts just adhering to absolutely everything. What Yzra, is this foil? Um, covered it, in foil. <laughs> yeah, Ezra is now covered in foil. Everyone else was able to kind of get out of the blast radius and um, not have the, the, the foil stick to them. Uh, so Isra now has a minus four penalty to stealth checks. Did, did we just kill a guy setting up a prank? It's <laughs> <laughs> just a prank, bro. Um, so with that, can I use? Do I ha- do I even have? Oh, I don't even have. Oh, I do get. I still have token spell. Can I token spell some of that off of Isra? It's going to take um, a, a couple minutes to do that. Um, if you want to take the time to absolutely do that, but um, 
you are investigating a break-in, so... Well, off a grenade recently. I can... Every move we make, I can cast that spell, because it's a... Every step you make? Exactly. It's a token <laughs> spell. I can I can clean that Every as we're going. Break. I'll be pulling glitter off of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me dump did you attune it all? <laughs> I no. didn't, no. <laughs> I should have. But to be fair, if I had, by the time we got there, I'd be fully attuned. But I don't think Kenny will give me that. I'll give you one level of attunement with whatever battle you're entering. Mm-hmm. I'll take Photon, please. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> but this is a great time to take a quick break. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, this has been an amazing return to uh, the AP um, Dawn of Flame, AP2 Soldiers of Brass. Um, amazing job y'all amazing amazing job i will go through and do the experience and the um uh loot and stuff off camera so um yeah with that uh let's uh say our farewells and we'll do reverse order this time so uh kelrick take it away okay well first i want to thank you for being so flexible and letting us do like crazy stuff because (laughs) being able to just turn the robot off was really really cool i like that um i'm kelrick you can find me on twitter at cormalon that's c-o-r-m-a-l-l-o-n i also monitor the eqp eq points um twitter uh you can find me here every other saturday you can find me on alternating sundays narrating our cumanera game and yeah, I think that's it for now, though. I'm working on a couple other things that hopefully will be happening soon. Nice. Thanks, Kelrick. And Callie. I'm Callie. You can find me on Twitter at the Grief Mop. Um, I'm also the GM for Roll to Fail, um, which we put out episodes every other Monday. Uh, this <laughs> Monday is one of those Mondays. Um, <laughs> and we're currently running an Into the Odd campaign, which is turning out to be pretty neat. Nice. Thank you so much for joining us, Callie. Um, and Callie is, so fun. <laughs> is now a, a new permanent member of our cast. So welcome, welcome. I cannot wait to see and hear about the hijinks that uh, Isra gets up to um, in this campaign. Um, Mackenzie. Hey, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mackenzie Wilkes. And uh, you can catch me on uh, Rise of the Demigods every Wednesday. I also do uh, two podcasts, Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, as well as uh, Dungeon Wives, where I play a game with my partner, and we, we're, just, we're just doing it. We're just vibing and just loving <laughs> each other. Uh, so, And I'm here every other Saturday. So that's nice. me. Fantastic. And last but not least, Steph. I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. And when I'm not here rolling dice with these awesome folks, I am on my podcast Film Fatales with my friend Meg. Um, And we're actually going to be taking the month of May off because the Rona has kicked both of our butts mentally and we just need to kind of recover. But we'll be back with episodes in June. And we just released an episode where Meg talks with her friend Tyler about the live action Beauty and the Beast film. That's awesome. 
Sounds great. Very cool. And uh, again, my name is Kenny. You can find me on the Twitters at PunderDrone. Um, when I am not being a cruel, cruel DM uh, in Starfinder, um, you can find me on uh, the Cuminera uh, stream and cast. Um, I play the lovable uh, anthropomorph were creature Hillian, who turns into a rabbit every once in a while and uh, has a penchant for eating uh, people. So uh, join us there uh, every other Sunday uh, for that amazing, fantastic time with uh, Kelric as the DM. Um, again, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I cannot wait to, to find out what happens when y'all finish investigating this museum. This has been so much fun. All right. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. You can easily find it and all other recent episodes of our shows on our website, experiencepoints.com. LGBT and D uses an entirely LGBT cast to tell stories using the Masks, a new generation TTRPG system. Their episodes come out weekly on Fridays and feature a mix of serious issues as well as lighthearted fun to try and tell diverse stories with a variety of viewpoints. If you like teen superheroes, LGBT plus representation, and bad puns, give them a listen. They can be found on all your favorite podcatchers as well as on Twitter at LGBTDPod.